0: Good morning, church. My question this morning is how many of you have heard somebody or even your own heart say you just want to get back to normal? Just want to be normal again. I think that many of us have this sentiment and many of us would want to do that. This morning, I'm going to be doing a couple things, but I need to say this just right out: Normal is the setting on a driver. Your life is not was not was not supposed to be normal it was unique it was not supposed to be routine it was supposed to be lovely not boring exciting but not normal your life was never normal so here's as we prepare this week as I'm setting some of the ground rules for what we're gonna do in Romans um, I need to set this tone around um, righteousness, the righteousness of God that we're given in Romans. It's a phrase that's in there a lot, but this is what this righteousness is about, a life lived to the full. So the verse I'm going to read here, this is John 10, 7 through 10. I tell you the truth, Jesus said, I am the gate for the sheep. All who come before me were thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not listen to them. Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely and will find good pastures. A thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life or or a life to the full, Uh, a uh, poured out, sift, sifted down, shaken, and still flowing out of it life. That's what we are called to. That's what we're supposed to be doing. That's what it is. Jesus came that we might have life, but not just life like human life, not just a normal life, but a life to the full. And that life will be shaped by righteousness. The righteousness that comes from God's righteousness as it takes root and seat into your life. Passed down, shaken, and that life is in him. He has come to give it. If you go through his gate, the only way to get through his gate is to accept that righteousness that he gave at the cross to call for him to be your savior and all of that. But here it is. There's this line in Romans that keeps going on about God's righteousness. And so the ground rules go like this. We want to do this thing that that if we want to live a righteous life, you can't live a life that's marked out by the habit of sinning. So sin is an action, then unrighteousness is a life lived in a series of sin. It's a habit. An unrighteous life is a habit of sinning, Uh, uh, a series of actions that keeps going. This is the standard off-the-shelf life of a human on earth is just going from one thing to another. And remember, sin always breaks relationships. So if you're having problems in your life and relationships, you're having problems in your life and relationships, then the problems are almost always... Caused by sin of one person or another in the relationship, and then even a lack of forgiveness in there, but those are unrighteous things, but repentance remember, if sin is an action, then unrighteousness is the life of a of a and character of lived in a series of sins, but repentance from sin. Still an action, right? Repentance from sin is an action, is the beginning of a habit of right of the righteous person. Repentance is almost always the gateway to every part of righteousness in our life. And so what happens is, is that God judgment comes in us and we sense his judgment or or his or him speaking to us through the Holy Spirit in our life and his and he has written um his law upon our hearts so we know what we're doing is right or wrong and we do this and his, and the spirit leads us into all righteousness that we at once repent from whatever we're doing even if it's just a personal small repentance it turns us into a righteousness the beginning of in order for us to live in that righteousness then is that God brings us continually into a repent and focus on Jesus and the redemptive work in his life until it fills up the soul. And so I want to read a different part of something Jesus said, and this is a story is from Matthew 13. He says it this way. He told many stories in the form of parables, such as this one. Listen. A farmer went out to plant some seeds. As he scattered the seeds across the field, some of the seeds fell on the footpath, and the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on the shallow soil with underlying rock, and the seeds sprouted quickly, but because of the soil was shallow, the plants soon wilted under the hot sun, and since they didn't have deep roots, they died. Other seeds fell among the thorns that grew up and got choked out and they choked out the tender plants. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil and they produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even a hundredfold as much has been planted. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Now we're very familiar with with this uh, parable of the soils. And the sower, I just want to make sure that we talk about this in forms of righteousness as well. So I want to go back through this just a little bit, uh, that that we have this life, and into our life we sow some repentance and some sin actions, and so we have this battle between repentance, and we have this and and sin, and we have this battle sort of in our life that goes on. About choosing unrighteousness or choosing righteousness, and so as, as as I talk about this, one of the things I want to say to you is this: that if Jesus or the Holy Spirit comes and sows some some seeds on the footpath, you, if your life is the footpath, and it's just they just bounce on top, they don't go in, they don't touch the soil at any, they're just the hard sort of thing. I just remember the footpath. Uh, at WSU, when I was going to school at WSU, there was this There's this big grass field that everybody laid down in and everything, but there was a shortcut um, not on the sidewalk that went through it, and everybody walked on that path, and soon the grass was worn away, nothing would grow there. And the grass wouldn't even, it, it just got wider and wider as it went. And so the seed and even the the stuff with good seeds couldn't go there because it just got walked on. And so if the seeds fall on soil like that, it just it snatches away and it makes no impact. The righteous work of God has no impact into that life that's so hardened that nothing touches it Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock and the seeds sprouted quickly because of the soil was shallow but the plants soon wilted under the hot sun because they didn't have deep roots Okay so if this is us and we're having this 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 unrighteous this this battle going on in our life between righteousness and unrighteousness and and you sort of and you sort of have this thing going on, but you don't read and you don't go to church and you don't do all these things that help keep you on the path that focused on Jesus. Now I know it's possible to follow Jesus and to not go to church. I I, I know it is. It's just way harder to live a life that He wants if you're not worshiping him in a body of believers and all of that but but what happens when you run into these people and they they take a little bit in and they they sort of say to them i i know that the modern thing is, is the once saved always saved thing but you've all met those people that say that meant jesus and they just love jesus but they don't really do anything with it and nothing happens in their life and they never grow that's this thing The battle between righteousness never takes root in their heart. The battle, the righteousness of God never takes full root or develops. And so so what happens is they kind of go along, happy-go-lucky, but nothing ever happens in their life. Okay, the next group of people we're going to talk about, other seeds fell among the thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. When the battle between sin and repentance or unrighteousness and righteousness, these are character issues. This is the issue of Romans is righteousness from God growing in our hearts. And what do we have to do to take care of it? But I'm using these stories here to to do this. That what happens when repentance falls into your life but it's never really sort of acted on. You never takes root. And then the other stuff in your life, if you don't learn how to follow Jesus at that spot, if you just accept him, but you never do anything about it, so the choices are you either have no roots or the the work of the world will just choke you out. The Romans then is going to tell us how to be The fertile soils, in verse eight, still other seeds fell on fertile soil and they produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even 100 times that much that had been planted. Listen, when God plants repentance in your life, it grows in righteousness inside of you and even then, you'll be doing things for God that you were never, ever going to, to do or to see in your life. But this is what it means when when we do this ba- this thing in Romans. The first section of Romans is the righteousness of God, the holiness of God, and the problem of our past. So we're going to do that. It's about the first three and a half chapters of Romans is about the problem of our past. The problem of a human past. That where the seeds fall, the type of life you live is a really big deal as the seeds fall but i'm not saying that human ideas of what's good soil and human ideas of what's bad soil is what works here wherever the seed takes a root and makes a deep root that's good soil that's good soil if the if the seed of repentance takes root and grows a plant of righteousness for god and following him then that's good soil okay so the first section of Romans, which we're which we're going to do this week, remember don't don't lay off. Just read a chapter every day, and when you get to the end of Romans, start over, and we're just going to do that throughout the whole thing. But read some Romans. That this is what happens when when you take a moment like this in your life, and then at, in the second part of Romans. It'll be the righteousness of God, the holiness of God, and the problem of the present, right? So the first section of Romans will be the righteousness of God and the problem of your past, the way you've acted, the where you've come from, all that stuff. He's going to talk about Jewish backgrounds and pagan backgrounds, and then he's going to talk about who you are Right now, that's the, the middle part of Romans. And then after that, it'll be the holiness of God, the righteousness of God, and the problem of our future. What's going to go on in the world we live in? So we're talking about Romans and what it's going to do. Now, I want to say this very clearly. Romans doesn't talk a bunch about sin. Remember, so for your moments, there's three types of sin. They all do the same thing. They break relationships, but there's the stuff I do. And man, don't forget that we all have that that sin in us, and then the stuff we do that ruins our relationships with God, other people, and even our planet. Or the second type of sin is the sin they do that ruins their relationship with us, God, other people, and the, and even the planet. And then there's the third type of sin that, that you can't really pin on everybody. It's sort of third-person sin. So the first-person sin, the second-person sin, and the third-person sin. Remember that sin always breaks relationships. Romans doesn't talk about sin that much, but what it does talk about is righteousness and unrighteousness righteousness that comes from repentance and unrighteousness that grows out of the root of sin both those things are character traits of a believer and about what type of soil you live in and that you prepare your heart do you, have you toiled and turned the soil of your heart over so that it can do the work have you have you used have you used a rototiller on the hard parts so that it can be good soil? Have you taken the weeds out? Have you taken the time to weed the soil of your heart? That This is we as individuals, if you will, we as individuals in Colville, all, and as a church, if we will apply ourselves to this work of this righteous work of following Jesus as lived out in the book of Romans, which we're going to be working on, we're we're going to read it and I'm going to preach out of it for quite some time, the holiness of God will deal with our past. It will change our present and transform our future. So remember, you are not called to a normal life. You're called to a life shaped by the righteousness of God, that is a life lived to the full, pressed down, shaken, and still overflowing. There's only that life that is lived in Christ because we know Him and we've met Him. That is it. That that is what we're called to and the Book of Romans is gonna be sort of our guidebook on how to get there, how to change our, deal with our past, change our present, and transform our future. Will you pray with me as we apply ourselves to this Romans work next week? Lord Jesus, thank you so much for the gift of the righteousness of God that takes shape, or takes root in our heart. Give it deep roots and help us apply and toll uh, and uh, Break up the soil that is in our life. I can just see the the tines of the rototiller that you've given us for our heart through the Spirit, Lord. Move in us and cause us to be your people and to live lives of righteousness that are that Jesus came to give us full and satisfying lives. In your precious name, Lord. Amen.